step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Seeking Witchcraft. Today, I have on Lucette, host of the Wiccan Life podcast, and she is going to be reading a pathworking for us. I'm super excited. I love pathworkings and guided meditations. So, Lucette, welcome to the show. Please feel free to introduce yourself. Hello. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. I am Lucette, and uh, yes. All right. <laughs> short and sweet. There we go. Yeah, very short. So, Lisa, do you want to uh, tell us, so how did you get into meditation? Because that's what your podcast is about, correct? Yes, it's um, it goes back to my training originally when I was training on Wicca, that our training encouraged us to write path workings and say them to other people. And so my HP and my HPS will also write path workings and always offer, offer us guided meditation. So it's always been on my training as part of, of my practice. Awesome. I love meditations and pathworkings because when I first was in my outer court, I had the, the hardest time trying to meditate. The idea of sitting still and clearing my mind was so boring to me. <laughs> but see, that, that's, that's one of the things about maybe a slight misconception that meditation and pathworkings is more about focusing your mind in one thing. And pathworkings tend to be easier because you are constantly talking and you're telling a story. Uh, you have a script and uh, the images will come into your head. The difference between, I suppose, path workings and uh, mindfulness, for example. Mindfulness just gets you to count your breaths, uh, look within the body, and it tries to make you concentrate on that breath, intake of breath, the air breath goes out, and it's very easy to lose concentration. So I suppose path workings makes it just easier for people to go through a journey. Yes, that was absolutely the case for me. And I think one of the biggest takeaways that I had from it is that once I started doing all these guided meditations, and I mean, these were just ones I found on YouTube or different apps on my phone. So you would, you would get to that meditative spot within the path working. And once I kind of tapped into and was able to feel what that felt like and recall that, I was able to come back to that when I would start then to do regular meditations without any guidance or recording or anything, just, you know, sitting in a room silently or anything like that. And I was able to be like, okay, this is the state that I'm trying to achieve. I remember it. Let's see if I can get there again. And that was a big help for me. So starting off with these guided meditations and these path workings, I think, great. <laughs> I was really happy to have this as an option. It's the perfect beginner's meditation to get you into that meditative state. Path workings are certainly a lot easier. And then once you get to be an expert, you can um, just do mindfulness or do different types or just sit quietly without any recordings and just carry on. Just have a timer, <laughs> just in case you need to be somewhere else afterwards. <laughs> Definitely. Mm -hmm. So when you first got into meditation, did you have any issues with it or were you able to pick it up pretty quickly? Um, I suppose uh, I was able to pick it up very quickly. I am a very visual person. So having someone talk to me, guide me and give me images in my head 
is easy. There are some people that they're not visual. They do more smells or they feel things rather than see them. So whenever I do my guided meditations, I try to incorporate the smell, the feel, the visual, just to give those different types of brain that we have amongst, you know, the variety of personalities, just to facilitate that, to bring out that meditative state in, on people. So, um, yeah, so if you're a visual person, it will be easy <laughs> or easier than if you're not a visual person. Gosh, I'm, I'm having one of those oh, moments right now because in all the all the, med- the guided meditations I've done, and I, 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 you know, I've, I've had one that I've done on this show as well, and I can't remember, and I don't even think I did this, but I always kind of wondered about the, you know, like, oh, you smell the salt in the air type additions. And it's not that I wondered, like, why are people saying that in this in their script? But it was more of, oh, when I'd be going through that, it would take me a couple seconds to kind of like process that and, and try to get there. And I just thought it was to add to the experience. But you know, that makes so much sense. There are people out there who are not very visual people. And that could be really beneficial or helpful for them oh my gosh that's yeah. just so much they will fun. work through that different sense of feeling of smell or uh, what sensations are they feeling in their body so it's, it's trying to do that it's trying to incorporate everything so it's there's something for everybody man I, I feel like why did i not realize this earlier like of course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair that is something that i learned i did um just a one-day workshop on nlp training and that 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 was part, and I've read the book by Richard Blander, and uh, that is something that he incorporates. And he says, you know, you have to speak to the different brains in different ways. That's very true. So, do you have any tips for beginners that want to get into meditation? I suppose my first tip is don't lie down, <laughs> because I find that most people that lie down to do a meditation they fall asleep. I am one that falls asleep, and. Perhaps the whole point of this meditation is to get you focused. So I will say sit down, make sure that your back is straight. That comes more from the the Indian spiritual journey. You know, I do a lot of yoga as well. And that pose of having your back quite straight, it helps for the energy flow. You can do the, the that Buddha style sitting position if you can. If not, just put a cushion. I tend to put a cushion uh, sit on a cushion because it helps it helps my knees <laughs> since I'm older now and that way um, it helps my ankles as well so they got they don't go to sleep it does help you to concentrate better and not to fall asleep unless you're incredibly tired and you start falling asleep even sitting down then I suggest the meditation another day have a rest first <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely had some times where I've laid in my bed and I'm just like, I'm not super tired. So, you know, this is just like relaxing in the middle of the day or something. And I'm like, I'll just do a meditation while laying down. And then after maybe like five or minutes, maybe 10 minutes or so, I'm just like, hmm, I'm tired now. Let me just go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've seen so much about keeping that straight back and how important that is. For me, that's always been a little bit of an issue because I've had uh, a couple back surgeries in my life. So what I'll end up doing is I'll sit up against something and I'll I'll be able to like kind of lean back a little bit. And that's what helps me. So um, if there's anybody else out there listening who also has issues sitting up straight without anything behind them. Yeah, you can sit on a chair. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to sit on a chair and then support your back that way. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've definitely sat in a chair before. (laughs) I think people get this image in their mind of somebody sitting cross-legged on the floor, uh, you know. Yeah, that's the Buddha-style meditation. 
Yep, exactly. And you know what? That just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. My back can't handle that. I got to lead against something. Yeah, you have to be comfortable, but not too comfortable that you're going to fall asleep. Exactly. So anybody listening about to do this meditation, um, don't fall asleep if you're tired, maybe do it another time. And um, absolutely don't do this if you're driving or operating any sort of machinery or yes, please. at work. Or, <laughs> yes. you know, if, if you're supposed to be doing something else, don't, don't do this meditation. Yeah, just press pause and wait for another day. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I guess what we're going to do is we're going to play the meditation and then we're just going to end the show with that. So we'll just kind of wrap up now and then after this, uh, the recording of the meditation will will go. So before we do all of that, so do you have any, this is my question to ask everyone, do you have any recommendations for beginners who are just starting out in Wicca or witchcraft or both or one or the other, maybe somebody who's never cast a circle before or read a book? they haven't had a chance to yet any piece of advice it doesn't have to be about meditation just anything for beginners i always recommend treat everything with a pinch of salt not every book is 100 percent right there are really rubbish books out there there are some really good books out there and it's about using your common sense when you're reading something and if possible join communities where you can have a discussion and ask a question there's facebook there's reddit uh, even on Twitter, ask. Don't feel afraid to ask because we were all beginners at some point and we all had questions and there's there's not such a thing as a stupid question. What is more stupid is to keep it inside or to believe something that could be wrong, it could be exaggerated. And this is a path of learning. So you only learn by reading and asking. I love that advice. I I think that it's so valuable. I just started a book club with my Patreon and we're reading a book right now and you know, we're going chapter by chapter and we were discussing it and there is some things in there where I'm just like, you know, I read this and I was like, I don't agree with this or like this was too much for me. And I think it's important to know that even though we're involved in this whole like woo <laughs> type of tradition and you know, we we practice witchcraft and and things like that, it doesn't mean that every single book that we read on witchcraft we're taking as truth or as word. Yeah. I think it's so important to be critical and to be realistic with what you're reading because not everything you read is going to be true. Yeah, exactly. And some people are in it just to for the glamour or to make a lot of money rather than to provide true learning or true knowledge or to really help people. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly true. Okay. So Lisette, how can people find you if they're interested in listening to your podcast or getting in contact with you after this episode? I do have a website, which is wickandlife.co.uk, since I live in the UK. Uh, I'm also there on Instagram as my underscore wickandlife. And I am on Twitter as well um, as uh, my wickandlife. And also you can find me on um on Facebook. I was, uh, you know, if anybody wants to have a question or wants to talk to me, they can email me as well. Uh, the email is talk to me at wickandlife.co.uk. And uh, yeah, if you have any ideas or want to a specific path working that you want me to do, I'm quite happy to take requests and I'll write something and schedule it amongst um, the path workings that are coming. Amazing. And if anybody's interested in finding me, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Seeking Witchcraft Podcast. Um, my Facebook group is Witches Seeking Witchcraft. My Twitter is Seek Witchcraft. My Instagram is Seeking Witchcraft. 
and my Patreon is Seeking Witchcraft. Oh, a lot of Seeking Witchcraft in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, quite apt. The um, the meditation that I've written for this podcast is uh, about awakening your inner witch. I love that. And I'm so excited to listen to this and go along with the path working. I think it's going to be awesome. Thank you. Okay. Well, before we go to, I want to give a shout out to the people in my Patreon groups. It's the Witchlings, the Neophytes, the Seekers, and the Dedicant. Thank you all so much for the support. I don't remember if I said this on a previous episode, but I did earn enough for a microphone. So I'm going to be purchasing that and a headphone set very soon. I'm so excited about that. So thank you guys so much for the support. I, I truly do appreciate it. And again, if you want to support the podcast, you could do that on Patreon. It's just Seeking Witchcraft. All right, Lisa, any any parting words? Uh, no, just keep learning. Never stop learning. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We're going to play the path working, and then the episode is just going to end right there so you don't hear us screaming in your ear right after. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just so you can stay in that meditative spot yeah. as, as long as you need to. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day or evening or night whenever you're listening to this. And I will speak with you all very soon. Bye. Bye. Get yourself comfortable, preferably in a sitting position, and close your eyes. Start breathing slowly and be aware of your breathing. The breath goes in and then it goes out. As you start to relax, remember that you can end the meditation at any moment by opening your eyes and you will be immediately back to reality. Take a deep breath in and then let the breath go. Do this one more time. Take a deep breath in and then let it go. Slow down your breathing, making sure when you breathe out, you remove from your body all the stresses of the day. Slow down your breathing, making sure when you breathe out, you remove from your mind all the stresses of the day. Slow down your breathing, making sure when you breathe out, you watch all your worries disappear. Continue to breathe slowly, feeling your body relaxing, your muscles softening. From your feet, up to your ankles, and then your calves and your thighs, you relax your muscles. Then to your pelvis, up your torso, through your chest and down your arms, you relax your muscles. And finally, up your neck, around your face, you feel your muscles relaxing. You feel very calm and you know you are very relaxed. As you sit there in contemplation, a white calm mist appears all around you. This mist grows and grows. It is calm and it is safe. 
The mist keeps growing and getting thicker. It just grows and grows all around you, covering you completely. Like a thick fog, it surrounds you and all you can see is this thick white fog. This fog then transports you into a deeper, deeper and calm part of yourself. It takes you deeper and deeper within. This thick fog then starts to disappear and you find yourself under the shadow of a majestic oak tree. This oak tree stands tall on a hill, surrounded by a forest with rivers and lakes beyond. It is night time at the forest, and the full moon is high above, shining down into this forest. Standing next to your oak tree, you touch the trunk, you feel the texture as your hand strokes your oak tree. Touching your oak tree, you walk around it clockwise, slowly. You feel the strength it gives you. You know you will gain wisdom every time you come to visit. As you are walking around your oak tree, you see a door appearing on the trunk. You open the door to see stairs leading to an underground cave. The stairs are lit by torches, so you start descending, walking down into the earth. With every step you take, you go deeper into the earth, deeper into your mind. With every step you take, you go deeper into the earth, deeper into your mind. Keep walking down the stairs, deeper underground. Remember, this is a safe place. This is your sacred space. You keep walking down the stairs. Keep walking down deeper underground until you finally reach the bottom of the stairs and then you see an underground cave. You can feel the cold air that lingers in the cave. You can smell the musty smell of the cave. This cave represents your inner self. Take a good look at your cave. You can see that this is a vast cave with many doorways leading to different parts of the cave. These parts are for another time. Your attention is caught by a small plinth at the centre of this cave. There is an object floating above this plinth. This object is throwing a very bright light throughout the cave. You walk towards it, feeling incredibly attracted to this object. As you get closer to have a look, you notice that this object is actually a symbol. You know this symbol, and as you get closer, you notice that it is a pentacle. 
And as you get closer, this pentacle starts changing colours. The pentacle can feel your presence and is activating, changing colours from yellow to orange to red to green to blues to purples and back to yellow. And so it keeps changing throughout all the colours of the rainbow. This pentacle calls on you. You can feel it as part of you. You reach out and extend your hand and you take the pentacle in your hands. In your hands, the pentacle shines a bright white colour. This pentacle seems to be a part of you. And as it shines in your hands, you can see the energy of this pentacle shining within you. You can feel the energy growing within you. You can feel the magic that this pentacle will provide for you. Take this pentacle with you, knowing that by taking it, you have awakened the witch within you. You turn around and you walk towards the bottom of the stairs. When you reach the bottom of the stairs, you look back, look back at this cave. You will be back here time and time again to learn the lessons that you need to learn on this new journey. The journey of witchcraft is not an easy one. It is one that is full of rewards, is full of ordeals is full of joy and is full of lessons. One that will make you grow, grow as a person, grow as a witch and be a much better version of yourself. So you turn and start walking up the stairs. You feel the change in the air, the torches lighting your way back to the oak tree above. You keep walking up, knowing that your pentacle is with you. The learning path to witchcraft is not an easy one to take, and you know there will be many lessons to learn, but you are ready for the journey. You keep walking up, and you reach the door at the top of the stairs, and step out into the top of the hill where the oak tree stands. The door behind you then disappears. You touch the trunk of your oak tree and then you say thank you, thank you, you are ready to go back. Now it is time to go back and I want you to count from ten to one backwards. Ten. The calm mist starts appearing again all around you. 9. That familiar mist turns into a very thick fog again and it surrounds you completely. 8. The fog then slowly takes you back where you started this journey. 7. The fog turns to a little mist. 6. Then the mist starts to disappear. Five. You become aware of the space around you. 
Four, you become aware of your body. Three, you can start moving parts of your body. Two, have a good stretch. And one, open your eyes. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.